Welcome back everyone to Sentient Future. This is episode 28. We begin to wrap up the fourth skill of the sentient worldview, interpreting your situation with reason. Today we are covering the second last topic of reasoning, visual or spatial reasoning. Visual and spatial reasoning can be defined as your ability to picture, rotate, manipulate, assemble or disassemble an object in your mind. The two advantages of being able to do that are that you can foresee whether something will work in the physical world before actually having to try it, and reduce the likelihood of being surprised when you do try to work with the object in reality. Now some people are more naturally talented with visual reasoning, but it can be taught, learned, and practiced. So today we'll cover some applications, some terms, and some best practices. Many different fields benefit those who are strong in spatial reasoning, such as engineering, designing, art, sports, medicine, textiles, navigation, etc. One of the best ways to learn and practice spatial reasoning, at least in my opinion, are some introductory courses in physics, like what you might find in high school. Calculations, math, and exact answers aside, just try to reflect on the physical concepts. Concepts like hardness, roughness, flexibility, whether something bounces, and how its shape and mass determine the effect that air resistance has on it, perhaps when it's flying or it has a trajectory. Understanding an object's physical characteristics are important for several reasons. One, you'll get an idea of how it will behave on its own, whether it will deform, how it will be affected by gravity, air resistance, its degrees of freedom or how easily it is manipulated. And second, how will it interact with other objects? Will it bounce off of them? Will it deform? Will it stick to them? And moving on from some of the physical characteristics of an object, let's talk about rotation. Rotating something in your mind simply allows you to look at it from different perspectives, the front, the back, beneath, or from above. I draw an interesting parallel between rotating something and empathy. In the same way that empathy allows you to look at a situation from someone else's perspective, you know, largely an emotional or psychological one, thinking about what someone across the room might see is yet another way of putting yourself in their perspective. You can think about rotating the room, which objects block which other objects, and what might they see that you can't. Thinking about what someone else sees is an interesting exercise and actually one that can help you improve your spatial reasoning. Because that, as well as funny other practices like navigating your home with your eyes closed, safety precautions being taken of course, are checkable. You can go check how that looks after you've tried to think about it. You'll get immediate feedback as to how well you did, and your spatial reasoning will improve. Another fun, somewhat stressful exercise perhaps is playing with a Rubik's Cube. You don't need to solve it to gain something from it. You can simply look at it, focus on one of the corners or pieces, rotate it, and think about how it moves around the cube. How does its orientation change? What has moved into its place? You could say that many aspects of life require spatial reasoning skills, or you can look at it as many aspects of life give you the practice that you might want. Next, let's quickly talk about trajectory or speed or flight. A useful example is a billiards or pool table. Barring ball spin and some other subtle effects, 
Did you know that two balls colliding with one another typically do so at a 90 degree angle? That's why when you're trying to sink a ball in the rack position, it's hard not to sink the cue ball in the other corner. And what about 3D flight? Barring air resistance, did you know that horizontal speed of something flying typically doesn't change much? Gravity of course accelerates objects downwards or vertically, but the left to right or horizontal speed doesn't really change much. So now we come to my favorite segment of every episode, so what? You can use these concepts, terms, and best practices to improve your visual and spatial ability. Doing so helps you plan things in the real world and avoid risks, improving the likelihood that you'll succeed in your goals and feel more fulfilled. The whole point of intentional living. So with that, I wanted to thank you for tuning in today. I welcome your call-ins. And until next time, live intentionally. Sentient Future out.